Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following presentation is an Marvel Studios production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first edition of the Deliver Truth podcast. I hope this podcast finds you well. Before we get started, let's open with prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you today in humility and in faith. We thank you for all you have given us and the many blessings in our lives. We ask for your guidance and strength. Show us the way and fill us with courage and wisdom. Help us to remember your love and grace and to be faithful in our service to you. Give us the patience and understanding to face life's challenges with grace. We ask all of these things. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Welcome everyone again to the first edition of Deliver Truth, where we deliver truth. You know, there are so many outlets today, um, podcasts, uh, the other podcasts I do, and with the news and social media, there is so much doom and gloom in the world today. And uh, sometimes we walk away from these thinking that there is no hope. And and that's what kind of led me to this podcast, um, one of our other podcasts where we kind of report on worldviews, world news, and we get down to the truth of the matter because we know this world is full of deceit. I, I ended the podcast thinking, wow, that was was 90 minutes of doom and gloom. And I don't want people to walk away from me speaking, thinking that there is no hope. And, and that is just not the case. There is so much hope, not necessarily in this world, although even in all the evil, you can't just fill yourself with the doom and gloom. You You should... Enjoy your family, your children, your grandchildren, your friends. Uh, when you're worshiping, these things should bring you joy. Uh, should you be concerned about the things that are going on in the world? Should you be cognizant of them? Sure. But 24-7 fear-mongering and, and worrying about things will accomplish nothing. Understand that our time here on earth is merely a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. 
and the decisions you make here on earth will decide where you spend eternity. Again, they, people say that Satan's greatest trick was to uh, have man believe that Satan doesn't exist. Uh, you should know that there is a such thing as hell. There's only two places where you can spend eternity, heaven and hell. Um, would you worry about the spoils of earth and not be concerned about the afterlife? Or will you tell God, I'm a sinner and I accept your son Jesus Christ in my heart and try to walk in the footsteps of Christ, right? Being a Christian isn't a singular event, right? Saying the sinner's prayer, uh, showing up to church occasionally. You should try to live your life the same way Jesus did. Uh, can we? Uh, of course not. We are all sinners, right? Multiple times a day. But that doesn't mean you continue to live in sin. You try to change yourself and change your life and honor God and be faithful to Jesus Christ, okay? So that's the whole theme of this podcast. It's going to be two or three a week. And they'll be short, 15 to 20 minutes a piece, but you will walk away positive, right? Well, we will kind of pay attention to what's going in the world. We'll point out some things that maybe you should be cognizant of, but at the same time, walk away knowing that no matter how difficult things get here on earth, uh, we are promised a, a lifetime of dancing on the golden streets in heaven. Um, and it doesn't, <laughs> at the end of the day, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort. It may seem like a lot of effort, right? Reading like King James Bible. Oh, it's all the thou's, these and thy's. I, I, I hear that a lot. And at the end of the day, you have to make that decision for you. But to me, um, I don't mind challenging myself reading the King James Bible. Every time something gets translated, it loses a little bit of meaning, right? So again, it's up to every individual. Um, most of the readings I will be doing will be from the King James Version. Uh, if I cite an article, uh, maybe that has been done in NIV, and that's fine too. But for the most part, I personally study the King James Bible. So there you go, a little introduction. Uh, if you've never heard my podcasts before, uh, my name is George Hobbs. I live in the Dover, Delaware area, uh, spent 24 years in the military, retired in 2015, uh, opened my own small business uh, in the central Texas area. I retired out of Fort Hood, Texas. That was my last duty station. Um after that, I got into banking very briefly, and then, you know, when my father passed in 2019, it really changed the way that I looked at life. Uh, I was born and raised here in Delaware, so I said, it's time to come home, and we packed up, sold our house, and moved back here. Uh, literally, I think three weeks before COVID kicked off the middle of February 2020, we've since bought a couple acres. Uh, again, we're, we're west of Dover, Delaware. We, we homestead the best we can, uh, chickens, we have egg chickens, we raise eat, uh, meat chickens a couple of times a year. We try to self-sustain the best that we can, and we try to live uh, the best we can. Um, again, we know we're sinners, we're not perfect, but 
uh, we try to lead by example for our children as well. We homeschool. Um, we're very cognizant of what is being taught in school, right? Big Bang, evolution, uh, those type of things, right? Many of our children spend one or two hours a week in church, and then we just send them off to public school for 30, 35 hours a week where their minds are molded by woke agendas. So be very cognizant of who is molding your mind. So why are we doing this? Let's look at Mark 16, verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Right? We are told, we are instructed to go out and preach the gospel. Now, this world has created a matrix where we're busy working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Uh, the children have school. They have sports. You know, by the time you get home, you make dinner. Uh, you just want to watch TV for an hour with your feet up. You go back to sleep, and the cycle starts all over again. Right? They, they have created this matrix, uh, matrix Excuse me, to, to keep us away from God. Right? You know, we feel good about ourselves. We get to church once a week for an hour, right? We check that block. When we are instructed, we are instructed in the New Testament, Mark 16, verse 15, to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. And it's difficult for us, right? When you're at the water cooler on your break at work, are, are you talking about uh, the latest uh, sports game? Are you talking about what's new on the news? Right? Do we have the courage to bring up, hey, are, are you saved? When's the last time you, you, you've been to church? And maybe, listen, maybe there. I get so many emails from folks who have had such disappointing um relationships in their church, right? Why? Well, because church is run by man, and man is inherently flawed. So it can be difficult to find a church. I've been to a lot of churches in central Delaware. There is a lot of heresy going on in the churches right now. But we have to take our own personal responsibilities because we are instructed to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Okay, and that's what we should be doing. Maybe not worried so much about Call of Duty and um, pitchers and catchers reporting for for baseball in two weeks, or or you know nonsensical things. Of course, we all need things to distract us from the evils of the world. But at the same time, just showing up to church an hour a week. Are you really? trying to follow in Christ's steps. And again, I'm not preaching down to anyone. I am guilty as charged as well, rolling this together. Let's look at Matthew 28, uh, verse 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am away with you always, even until the end of the world. Again, instructing us to get out, right? Jesus spoke. 
and said, Power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go, teach all nations, right? And that's the wonderful thing. I have the utmost respect for missionaries. Uh, our, our church up in uh, Bear, Delaware, Fairwinds, they have an entire month dedicated to the missionaries who they support around the world. They fly them in and they, they speak to the congregations during their Wednesday night service and tell them about their successes, their failures. But, uh, you know, I can tell you personally, and again, I'm not tooting my own horn, but when you preach the word of God, when you cite the Bible in your, even if you're not talking about necessarily, um, uh, you know, in a Bible study setting, right? If you're talking about one of my podcasts, we discuss biblical cosmology and we cite the Bible. And when you get emails saying that, you know, discovering things and leading them back to God is is rewarding. There is no greater reward uh, in this world than uh, helping someone find God and, you know, being washed of their sins through the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing more amazing than that, right? We, we pat ourselves on the back when we get that promotion at work uh, or, you know, that our, our church softball team gets a come from behind victory. We pat ourselves on the back, but I'm telling you, the reward of leading someone to Christ, there is no comparison. And, and by the way, a lot of atheists I speak to, they are quick to pat themselves on the back when they have successes in life, when they get that promotion or, you know, they get a raise or uh, they win a bowling tournament. They pat themselves on the back, but when things go sour or or sideways, they blame God. So which is it? Why is it that you get the rewards, but God is pinned with failure? People use God as a crutch for their failures because they can't look at themselves in the mirror and say, it was my fault. Let's continue 2 Timothy 4, verse 2. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. I went to a church in Goldsboro, Maryland, uh, three weeks ago, and uh, the preacher's wife, or you know, one of the leaders of the church spoke. Now, as if you are a Bible-believing Christian, uh, you know that um, women are not supposed to lead the church. That's just a fact. That's not me being a male chauvinist pig. That's what the Bible says. Uh, big red flag there. But she spoke for 10 minutes. It was a nice motivational speech. She was saying how she should have more patience behind the wheel and, uh, you know, thinking back to the bracelet she used to wear, what would Jesus do? But in that 10 to 12 minute sermon, mini sermon she gave, didn't cite one verse going back to doctrine. Okay. If you're going to stand behind a pulpit, you better be doctrinally correct. Um, being a motivational speaker inside of a church, (laughs) let me tell you something. There are a lot of nice people who once roamed the earth that are not in heaven. Okay. Being a nice guy doesn't get you through the gates uh, of heaven. You have to admit you are a sinner and accept Jesus Christ into your heart. 
So when you are preaching the word, you better take it responsibility. Whether it be in season or out of season, you better do it with good, solid doctrine. You better be citing with, right? You better be citing your word with scripture, not opinions, not what this woke culture and woke society has told you. Not whatsoever. Moving along. 2 Timothy 3, verse 12. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Why do I say that? Well, God is telling you, if you follow Christ in this world, you will be persecuted. And if you're not being persecuted, well, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Um, We have been deplatformed. We've been pulled off YouTube. Uh, We have been kicked off of PayPal for speaking the truth. So if you live godly in the name of Christ Jesus, expect to suffer persecution. Right? This world is evil. You only have to turn on the news for two minutes to understand that. Right? Satan has a lot of influence in this world. And there's a, a, a spiritual battle happening right be, right in front of you. You can't see it with your eyes, but trust me, the, the battles we face on a daily basis are spiritual. If you follow the Bible word for word and you live a life in the way Christ did, Except, uh, expect, excuse me, to suffer persecution. Once again, if you are a firm believer in Christ and you understand that your reward will be eternity in heaven, please understand how small of a price that is to pay. Right? Well, when COVID kicked off in 2020, well, we know uh, Psalms 118.8, that talks about put your trust in the Lord, not in man. What is the first thing everybody did? They looked to man for their answers. They closed their churches. John uh, John 14, verse 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Okay? Jesus is the only answer. Not Dr. Fauci. Not your your science teacher who pushes evolution and the Big Bang Theory and Darwinism. Okay? All those things are created by man to hide God. Okay? Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Okay, there's no reward in heaven, but through him. And the last verse we're going to cite today is 1 John 4, verse 6. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of the truth and the spirit of error. Let's finish up with the five truths. This was a really interesting article written a few years ago uh, by Eric Gernand, 
And it's basically, again, five truths that never fade. Number one, we are never alone. You may feel alone. Maybe you live by yourself. You don't have a lot of interactions with other people, but know that you're never alone. Uh, Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Number two, God's character remains constant. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday as he was 2,000 years ago, as he will be forever. Okay, Hebrews 13.8. God's grace is sufficient. 2 Corinthians 12.9 says that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Okay. Number four, we are commanded to love. You're commanded to love, right? The Bible even talks about love thy neighbor, uh, pray for your enemy. Uh, in this case, John 13, 34 and 35, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so must also, so you must also love one another, okay? And all we hear in this day and age is war, war, and rumors of war, as the Bible talks about, right? There's always something going on. Israel, Palestine, Ukraine, Russia. Uh, We have been at war nonstop, basically, since, you know, we've been a country for 250, uh, 250 years, went from the Revolutionary War to the War of 1812, you know, the Civil War, the Spanish-American War, then World War I, II, Korea, Vietnam, um, the Cold War, the war on terror, the war on COVID, um, 9-11, Afghanistan, Iraq, right? When life is consistent, it can be easy to go on autopilot in the way we love in, uh, one another, right? But when circumstances of life change so dramatically, we are giving all sorts of new opportunities to creatively love one another, right? And in times of war and in times of imprisonment, it seems people find Jesus, right? They say there are no atheists in the foxhole, and I can attest to it as rockets were dropping all around me in Baghdad in 2008, right? Everybody's praying. People go to jail praying. But when life's going easy, are you the same Christian? Or are, are we patting ourselves on the back saying how how great we are for things going so good for us, right? Be constant in your faith to Jesus Christ. Lastly, God is making all things new. Revelations 21.5 says, Behold, I am making all things new. Okay? We know that Jesus made away through the grave on that morning, three days when he rose from the dead. And um, he understands the struggle, uh, the struggles we face. They're real. They are difficult. Uh, The the prices on things have just dramatically jumped through the roof. Uh, When we go to pay for our groceries, we just shudder. And I know personally there's people out there having to decide 
to pay their car insurance or their grocery bill? Or do we skip this bill to pay for our medicine? Or do we skip our medical bill to make my car payment? It is a very dangerous time we live in, especially for people on a fixed income. But once again, put your faith in Jesus Christ. Just remember that Jesus tells us that I am coming soon. Hang in there, right? Just he's telling us, hang in there. I am coming soon. And remember the rewards for, you know, walking the path of Jesus and accepting him into your heart. It's an eternity in heaven. And there's nothing, nothing in this world that can compare to that. So maybe this is, you just stumbled upon this and something that irks me. And again, you may say, wow, this guy really talks a lot of smack about the churches. But I do have a problem with if you're a new, you know, brand new person in the church. And obviously the pastor is going to notice that. Um, There's no reason why he shouldn't come up to you and, and say, are you saved? Ask that question. You can't assume that just because somebody walks into your church that they're saved. It could be their first time in their life walking into a church. Maybe they had a near-death experience that week and they thought, I need to straighten myself out. I don't know how. Maybe I'll find a local church and stick my head in there. That pastor better put his arm around you before or after church and say, are you saved? Do you know how to get saved? So this is my segment where I say to you, if you don't know how to get saved, this is how you do it. Through the the singer uh, the sinner's prayer, it's it's not uh, any single uniform prayer, okay? But we know the outline to it and, and how you need to do it. And and again, you don't say this prayer and then go back to living in your sinful ways. You try to turn yourself around and do the best that you can, while understanding you are going to sin again, right? And God knows that. That's why Jesus shed His blood for you. So if you want to turn your life over to Christ right now, you you bow your head and you pray out loud, not in your head. You pray out loud. You say, dear Lord, uh, I thank you for this life that you've given me. I acknowledge I am a sinner. I have made so many mistakes. And for that, I am sorry. I repent to you, my Lord, and I ask forgiveness for the sins I have committed. And I acknowledge that your son, Jesus Christ, is my personal Lord and Savior. And I understand that nothing can pay for my sins except for the blood of Jesus Christ. I ask that the Holy Spirit come and dwell in my heart. I thank you for my eternal salvation. And I praise you in your holy name and your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And you're saved. And you... Get in the Bible and you read and you share the knowledge that you attained with other people. That's how it works. The domino effect. The more people that we can get in this world to live a godly way, right, and walk in the footsteps of Jesus Christ, the better life we'll have here. Because if we actually had true believers in Jesus, right, you'll hear all the the big athletes and politicians talk about God, but do they ever say which God? I would venture to say that many of the people on top of the world stage don't worship the same God we do. You don't hear them often say the words, Jesus Christ. So please take this knowledge, share it with others. 
If you enjoy this podcast, please uh, give us a little review. Uh, we will have a website up soon where we will take your prayer requests and uh, forums. It's not going to be a huge website, but a little place where you come by, say hello, leave your thoughts and your prayer requests, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But I just want to say thank you very much for taking the time to, to share just a, a small part of your day with us and honoring Jesus Christ. And let's close with prayer. Lord, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Thank you that we can live in your light and walk in your truth. May the things that you have revealed and thoughts that we have shared dwell in our hearts and stir us to action. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Have a great day. I look forward to hearing from you all. And uh, thanks for taking this time uh, to spend with us on this day. God bless. And until the next time we meet right back here again, my friends, we will see you.